Hey, it's the Packaging Unboxed podcast with Avelio Matos. Today, we are talking about MidJourney 5 and ChatGPT 4 and the way this is going to change everything about design, everything about the way you design packaging, design websites, design pretty much. This is changing the world. It already changed so many things in so many different industries, but now this is completely different. I'm going to show you how it's going to do it and what you should be doing today, basically not lose your job here in the next six months. Before we get started, I do these episodes every week, but do me a favor. If you've been watching this, if you've heard this and you've gotten any benefit out of any of this stuff, whether it's building your network, getting a job, learning how to do something, you know, hearing from your favorite designers, whatever it is, if you've gotten something out of this, I want you to do something for me. This is called the packaging pact. What this packaging pact is, is that you're going to go over to YouTube. Whether you're listening to this now or watching it on YouTube, doesn't matter. You're going to go over to YouTube. You're going to click subscribe. That's the fee for packaging unbox. I really appreciate everybody that's already subscribed. We're going to try to blow this thing up because the focus here is to teach you how to design packaging better and how to stay ahead of all these crazy trends. So MidJourney 5, what does this mean to you? What was MidJourney 4? MidJourney version 4, MidJourney version 3. You know, If we go back six months and we look at what we were creating six months ago, I know I looked at this the other day. I looked back at my first prompts. They were, I mean, they were pretty cool for what it could do. It was a toy. It wasn't anything that I was really excited about like, oh, I'm going to use this every day in packaging. It wasn't doing anything amazing. But it was kind of fun. I could do it on my phone. My kids thought it was hilarious. It was cool. That was three. Move to four. Um, I start focusing on packaging design. I reach out to Chris Branch, a buddy over in Liverpool who's doing one-on-one classes now. His team at Seedly is doing some amazing stuff with AI. You can check him out on LinkedIn. Definitely go follow him. But you know, he kind of gave me a crash course in what he was doing and how to make your prompts better and how to get better results. The packaging that was coming out of that stuff Still wasn't great. There wasn't a lot of people doing packaging. So it hadn't really learned a lot about packaging. There was a lot of terms that it wasn't familiar with. You know, and anytime you're using any of this AI stuff, you want to just start from the bottom. What that means is if you want to make a egg cart, for example, and you want to make it like super crazy, colorful, whatever you want to do, don't start there. Start with egg carton. See what it can create. You might not even know what it means. So once you throw all these other terms in there, it's just going to confuse the crap out of it and you're just going to get garbage. The results that were coming out of four were pretty much the same. They all had like this ethereal feel to it. It was like kind of like a little smoky, hazy. Even the clearest photos had a fake feel to it. So here comes Midjourney 5. Biggest difference is everything looks like a photograph. Like it really looks like I took it with my phone. It looks like, you know, I set up the lighting, like I'm a pro <laughs> photographer. The quality of these images are getting so crazy. And this is just within, you know, six months here. So you can imagine the journey six, you're probably not going to be able to tell the difference. You're going to be able to control a lot more details in there. Now, how is this going to change design? How is this going to change what you do every day? If you've heard me talk about how I use MidJourney, it's, I use it to create mood boards. I try to set a feel, a look, a direction for a client, and then I'll do the designing. You know, I'll bring in a design team or I'll work with the client's in-house design team to kind of go after that target. But I'm not letting MidJourney design anything for me. It's just there to kind of set the tone and the direction. It's a little bit better than going through like Pinterest and Google Images and go through magazines. A little bit faster because it's a little bit more custom. And the images for this board are not going to look like the board for another client. That's why you get brands that look similar to each other because they're working at the same time in the same direction with the same kind of goal here. So how's everything going to change? If you've used MidJourney 5 now, you've 
already seen like the craziness of how fast this thing works. It does actually generate a little bit slower, but when you go to upscale, the images are like done in a second. If you combine that with chat GPT-4 that's coming out here, you can basically type in a prompt, ask it to code an entire site for you, code a game for you. It'll output the, the code. It's ready to go. You plug it into whatever program you're using on the back end and your games, you know, like things are actually working. You can ask it to automate some features in InDesign and create code for InDesign. You can copy that, drop it into InDesign if you've ever done that before. You're making yourself like, you know, you're able to produce 10 times faster if you're coding in InDesign to automate processes. This is just like the bare surface level stuff. But everybody's getting used to chat, right? You're going in, you're typing in, you know, create this for me, write this for me. Um, code this for me. And I think the more we get used to this, the more this chat interface is actually going to apply to other places. If you've seen me talk about Adobe and how their privacy policy, if you go in there, it tells, it says basically you've already accepted. If you haven't gone in and checked, I don't want to participate, then you are already participating in Adobe's gathering of information. They're tracking your clicks to train their AI model. So if you haven't done that, go Adobe security preferences or privacy preferences and uncheck their AI model uh, little tag there. Why does that matter to you? How is that going to change how you work? Well, imagine if you open up Illustrator and instead of having to go through the tools, you basically have a chat window. Maybe there's a chat window at the bottom and you're creating packaging. Well, I want a die line for a rigid box that's wrapped using two millimeter gray board, you know, a 30 by 40 by 10 centimeter dimensional sizes, and it can generate that for you. It can measure. It's tracked the way that you measure. It can measure in any, you know, it doesn't care if it's metric or imperial. It's just code and placement. Why can't it create die lines for you? You can say, create multiple layers for my artwork, my foil stamping, my embossing, right? And then you can place your graphics. You can place your, place your artwork in the die lines, right? Like you typically do the way that you're working today. The crazy thing about ChatGPT4 is that you can actually put images into it today. There was an example online where you uh, there was a kid with balloons, and the question was that was posed to ChatGPT4 was, what happens if you cut the strings? There's no way the computer's actually going to know because it's an image and it can't you know register that information. But ChatGPT4 can do that now, and the answer was all the balloons are going to fly away. How does that impact the way that you work today? If you're creating a die line in Adobe an illustrator, and you're laying out your artwork, you're placing logos, artwork, colors. Why can't you then interact with Adobe Illustrator, Photoshop through a chat bot window and say, apply best practices to this artwork? Maybe it'll size up the logo differently. Maybe it'll position it in a different place. You know, Maybe you can input images of your competitor's packaging and say, make my packaging stand out compared to these. They might be able to spot that there are certain tones in all these competitors, or certain sizes, certain treatments, maybe do the complete opposite, right? If you're a dark chocolate and you're seeing all these browns and blacks and purples, maybe it goes a different route, right? Even though these are known cues for consumers, you might get something really cool out of it something completely different that you would not have created. And where is this going? To where anybody can start creating anything that they want. And if you're not one of the first people to kind of jump in on this and take the lead and stop being afraid of AI taking over, then 
it will take over and you're not going to be able to participate, right? We're seeing a lot of basic things happening with mid-journey. We're seeing people that have no design background now doing influencer social media posts with their AI models that they're creating and they're making a living off of it, right? They're creating like ads for clients never having gone to design school, but letting mid-journey create these things. It's still design. And when you see this design, what tends to happen is it's actually going to then bring down what consumers expect from design, right? So as designers, you have to take the lead in AI and keep pushing it up. Obviously, we want to see, as designers, we want to see somebody's hand behind it. We want to see, we want to get a feel that this was Paul Cher that did this. Pick a, pick a designer, pick an agency. We want to know that Pearl Fisher created this hack. Like it has their feel. There's obviously strategy. There's all the stuff that happens on the, on the back end. But why can't chat GPT-4 do a SWOT analysis? Why can't you put in your goals, targets, and have it build out uh, a business plan and marketing strategy to, to get you there? That then you have to design to and using services like Midjourney 5 or some of these other open AI tools to get there. As a designer, I'm both excited and scared. If you're afraid of doing this, don't do it. You're gonna have to, you're gonna have to learn it at some point. You may as well learn how to do it now so that you can deploy it later when it actually becomes part of the job. All software is now diving in to AI. SolidWorks, Keyshot. ESCO, you name it, anything that you're using for packaging, there's AI involved today. There are companies that are dropping, you know, a hundred people off their engineering staff that are developing new new software, new features on their on the back end of the software, and they're taking this entire group and saying, here's open AI. How can we incorporate it? Build something new. Look, and if you're not jumping in and just playing with it today, if you're not jumping in, just testing the waters. You may get left behind, and I don't want that. I want to make sure that you're up ahead of trends. You know, you can even ask what what are the trends in different areas. Um, obviously, this is it's just learning, and more and more, the more people use it, the faster it learns. This is the fastest growing industry in the planet. Um, I think it took like social media to achieve the same number of users that ChatGPT four has accrued in two months. It took social media like thirteen or fourteen years to do that. So things are moving really, really fast. It's super important that you get in, you learn how to do this, even just familiarize yourself with how things work and just try it. You know, if you've tried it, you don't like it, you tried it, you're afraid of it. If you tried it and you love it, do me a favor, go to YouTube, click subscribe and drop me a note in the comments. How do you feel about AI? Do you think it's going to take over your job? Yours personally. All right. That's Packaging Unboxed. Check me out on LinkedIn at Packaging AI. Do me a favor, check out the team that I work with, idpdirect.com. If you're looking for packaging, idpdirect.com. Those guys are doing some amazing stuff with AI as well because you can't be afraid to jump in both feet and figure it out.